0: so check out check out the, the 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 mop on this kid this is uh was he seven years old yep seven year old jameson newman he's uh he's uh, chad's son of course and he's rocking a mullet i think he's going for the gold chain look now too maybe yeah uh yeah i'm gonna drop him off over the center city there soon
1: Just uh, leave him to his people <laughs> if anybody knows what i'm talking about locally it's a skeet yeah. Nah, he's good, man. And I said, if he's going to show up at the rink like that, winking at the moms, he better show up with some, uh, with some moves.
0: Yeah. So, you know, it's you funny. Know- we were at a, we were at a, uh, uh, in Mount Pearl, uh, this past weekend, not for his age record. Obviously it was for my, mm-hmm. my youngest son the U sevens. And I noticed a couple of kids rocking the, the, the mullet. I was like, Hmm. Oh, I'd, dude, it's back. I, I might I, do it I, myself. Are- well, for me, I'd be into it, but more more of a scarlet. Like my my hair has been running away from my forehead <laughs> it's quite some time now. I can't catch up with it. Yeah. But anyway, guys, welcome back to uh, to two thousand twenty three. This will be our first episode in twenty twenty three. Happy New Year to everyone out there in podcast land, and big Happy New Year, of course, to my uh, hosts here, my co hosts, uh, Patty Phillips, and Chad Newman. Um, Kylie is away from the desk tonight. She's visiting some family, so she's unable to attend. But uh, again, big Happy New Year out to her as well. But uh, all that to one side, we're here to chat some Leafs hockey again tonight. We just finished up an uh, interesting game. It was an amazing game. I mean, Leafs handily beat down another team on the second half of a back-to-back, which makes it even that much more impressive. But, you know, there's a few holes in the game. We'll talk about that. Uh, I'd love to get the boys' uh, input on a couple of new additions that we've had uh, late in, uh, in 2022 in uh Connor Timmons and Drayden Hunt. I'll get some chat about those guys. And I know if I know Patty at all, he's going to want to talk about the upcoming trade deadline because that's what Patty lives for. It's, it's like it's like the uh, the sustenance that keeps him alive from year to oh, year. Oh, I got the vacation day in already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, booking it off. I might actually this year, too. I think I'm going to actually patrol on a vacation. Why don't,
1: why don't we do a trade center day? Trade we center podcast. Trade center day. We'll do it like old Jay and Dan style. We'll get like robes and stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have I, I, a job to wear pants. on this thing at the best of times. Um, uh, I got a special two, shout out. Well, I yeah, mean, I do it. shout outs are what it's all about, isn't it? Huge supporter
2: of the show. She scored her first, her, her daughter scored her first career minor hockey goal tonight, Madison Tucker. Her mom, Jennifer Tucker, is a huge Leaf supporter. Always putting hearts on my Leafs Facebook posts after every win. So, First goal, tied it up in the third period. Yeah. Uh, a great friend of my little girl, Nora. And uh, we tied uh, Newman's back cool Pearl was. Blades uh, 1-1. It's been a battle. I think we've had a win, a loss, and a tie this year. So
1: Yeah, rubber match um, coming down.
2: Where are we going to meet? Like like that deciding game, we might have to meet out on the overpass or something out in, I don't know, Whitla's Bay
0: or Patty's Pond. That would be a great spot there for a bit go. of pond hockey for the girls.
1: Yes, sir. Catch
0: a bit of wind over there. As you're yeah. allowed out pass the overpass, right? Anytime at all, you come out this way, right? But you, you don't, don't have any out. out here anymore, so <laughs> we got a ring <laughs> and everything out here, running water and toilets It's amazing out here. You should try to come out sometime. Anyway, so we'll have the fundraise so we can afford the gas. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Well, well, big shout out to Madison. Congratulations, dear, on yes, your very first goal. goal. Uh, minor hockey. That's a big deal. I know I got a couple of kids in when it comes to hockey games are still waiting for their first ones and they've been. Who they've been kicking around it lately? Uh, very close yeah. this last weekend, and oh, they're still in pursuit. So they're in pursuit. Yeah, it's, uh, it it's a big deal for them, and they're talking about it and everything now. So again, Madison, congratulations! And uh, the, uh, the 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 Phillips Newman rivalry is uh, still going hardcore. Well, First it was cornhole with the men. Now it's yeah. uh, minor hockey with the the young ladies. So lots to come. I guess we shall see. But okay. a big shout out, guys, to uh, to our sponsor, to, to our our season three sponsor, um, the Delaney Hockey Program, uh, one of the finer hockey uh, hockey schools in uh, Newfoundland Labrador, which is our home province. If you couldn't already tell by the distinctly terrible accents that we all got, um, the DHP they're uh, in the process right now of starting up. Uh, uh, the second half, the winter session of their Hockey Essentials program and two-line hockey, uh, which is kind of the backbone of their programs. Uh, two-line, of course, is instructional hockey, uh, where they break the kids up into teams and, and put them in real-game situations and stop plays and explaining where things could go better and, and how, to, uh, how to approach certain situations. Two-line is amazing. Uh, then there's their Hockey Essentials program, which is exactly what it is. It's, uh, it's drills and drills and drills on top of more drills, and they change week in, week out. 13 week programs and, uh, the kids get so much out of it. It's, uh, it's a bit ridiculous. Uh, as far as I know, both programs for DHP again, sold out again, this, uh, this winter, so, uh, best of luck to all the kids, uh, uh, drawn on DHP sweaters in 2023. And from what I gather from talking ownership, they've got some surprises coming up, some, some big stuff awesome. happening with DHP. So, uh, again, thank you to Delaney hockey program, uh, for sponsoring the podcast and, uh, We'll be giving you their news as as soon as it comes uh, comes our way. But for now, we're on to episode five from season three of the DSC podcast. Titter-tatter. Let's get at her. So here we are, guys, uh, season three, episode five, the DSC podcast uh, with your hosts, Patty Phillips there, top left, Chad Newman on the bottom, and myself, Ryan Gates, top right. Um, we're going to do a uh, kind of our, I guess it's kind of like our go-to when it comes to the podcast. We all love getting together and chatting about a game after the game. Was kind of how this all started, actually. Uh, three years ago, we said, you know, we, we always used to chat through text message mostly about the game what we were saying during the game, after the game and, uh, a podcast kind of grew from that. So anyway, um, through the jigs and the reels, the, uh, Leafs just played flyers, um, handily outscoring them six to two. Um, I guess I'll throw it uh, first to Chad and just to get your post game, your your post game reaction, how you felt through the game and and what you thought about what you saw.
1: Well, uh, from what I saw been between uh, my wife's birthday dinner and, Getting my kid in the bath and all that, and, and priority running around head. with my phone, trying to get my setup done. Yo, trust me, the priority was there. Uh, <laughs> Look great. They're getting back to the regular self after the whole Morgan Raleigh's back meltdown. Everyone's going crazy over. It's okay. Everything's fine. Timmons is back. I don't. I never want to see that guy sit again. And uh, yeah, I mean, just you know, chugging along. Let's Are get we? to the playoffs. That's me.
2: Yeah, it, not the cleanest game, but hard to say that that was not the cleanest game after a 6-2 win. Uh, actually, so happy for Matt Murray. He actually had a lot of uh, great A saves. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did really well. Good rebound game for him. Um, I I thought he was actually really, really good. And the fact that Leafs Nation, again, Sky was falling again on the gold after, what's that? I I three or four bad starts. I love the stat when they go back, and they go back so far in time. I think it was December fifteenth when they say, "Okay, now we're finally at the Leafs with the thirty second, uh, thirty second in save percentage back to December 15th They go back far enough so that we're we got to finish dead last, and it's a it's a horrible stat. Um, yeah, they have not been great by no means. Again, not all on the goaltending. I th- I think the league's success in net this year is a combination of those two guys, of course, but much more um, commitment to defense and those types of things. And you've you heard it today about Matthews, and yeah, he's having a, no- a normal year, not for him probably, but he's had a lot more attention to detail on defense, which probably not taking those riskier moves as much anymore. He's not as imp- impactful, but. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was a real real good game, uh, back to back, and that very well could have been a uh, a bad game for him.
0: Well, my question about the, the non-impactfulness of Matthews is is he non? Has he been? Well, I, I hate to say non-impactful because the guy's got twenty goals, but uh, you know, it's, it's all relative. Um, but with with his, see, I hate even talking negative about it because it doesn't make sense for me to be to be saying Matthews not playing well because he is he's playing very well. He's just not playing MVP at the league well, uh, but let's just let's, let me just throw this out there to you: is is he maybe not playing as well as he did last year because this year he hasn't had to? Is that possibly a thing? Definitely. Yeah. I, you know what? I think he's possibly just filling
1: another team need. You know, nobody's yeah. considering that I mean, the team needs more of what he's doing, and he's doing it. That's what they were lacking. You can't hold a. You can't hold the lead because we don't have enough defense. Well, he's playing defense. He's yeah. blocking shots. He's picking pockets. You know, he's getting back. I mean, you anyway, know, you're they, going to sacrifice they, a few goals doing that.
0: They've got but a captain there who's notoriously the, 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 the lead by example guy. And there's one thing we have we know about John Tavares throughout his career is that he's always been that guy who was willing to change his game at the drop bet. You want me to play defense? I'll play defense. You want me to learn? do You want me to do better on faceoffs? And I'll work on my faceoff. You want me? To, what? What do you want me to do? I will do for the sake of winning. That um, that kind of stuff is not lost on a twenty-six-year-old Austin Matthews. I don't think. Oh, that's
1: elite. You can change and adapt to whatever you can at the highest level. It's mm-hmm. not just you do that one thing great. You do whatever you want great. Mm-hmm. Whatever the team needs great. So keep it up.
2: Again, like, and it's. Like, and it's Go ahead. It's just him becoming a, a full complete player which We've slowly seen him happening As well uh, I, I just don't think part of me even thought Jesus he's saving his energy for the playoffs I, I don't think that's probably Possible at this part of the season um, But you're not seeing that power Move to the net anymore Or as much it's just It's just different, it's just different From what we saw last year but I'm, I'm fine with it Like if that means Nylander's Having a career every year and that Devers is on pace for 40, and Marner is Marner. Then
1: yeah.
0: three you know more got all tonight.
2: four players chugging along for a long period of time. We um, could we
0: could finish the season with 40 with three 40 goal scorers. I was thinking, yeah, same, yeah. like right? how nuts would that be? Right. I mean, that's to, yeah. to me, that's just mind boggling. Because, like, again, I, I, the, the funny thing about and that's why I don't even do leaves Twitter anymore. I don't do uh facebook posts and stuff i don't i just don't do it anymore because there's a generation of people who don't even remember the kessel era who don't remember what it was like to wait till game 80 for kessel to pot number 30 and for us to celebrate because we had a 30 goal score one of them you yeah. know yeah and it cost uh, a fortune and, and and here and here we are with just just oozing with with talent like just it's just ridiculous um and, and mitch Marner who's not going to finish with 40 goals and is arguably our best player. Not even arguably this season. I think he's been the best player on the team. I, I think, I think the all-star nod only confirms that. Um, yeah. And well, maybe he, deserves one
1: too. he must. And like, I think he, he should. I, I, I
2: think from start to finish, because Marner and Matthews took some heat back in October. If we go all the way back, they did. Yep. Uh, Neylander, I, I don't know if he had a bad period, a bad period of time, not a bad period within the game. Um, I, I think he's been the most consistent from from day one this season, which for him, what are we now, four four months into the season, four or five mm-hmm. months, Um, pretty impressive that we're, Nylander's taken his game too.
0: Well, you, you can backtrack on your comment, Darren. Your comment of he hasn't had a bad period, as in a period in the game, is, is not far off either. He He's yeah. been so consistent period in period out like he like there's there like I there was one I was when you said that I was thinking but oh yeah no there was a period where he uh coughed up the puck a couple of times and that, that again mm-hmm. was it was I can't remember what game yeah. it was but I remember it was back earlier in the year and everyone's like oh yeah this guy sucks and then he just went on a tear and just kept scoring scoring just yeah. <laughs> scoring but yeah, yeah like yeah. he he's been he's been a complete player every game game in game well out. he's
1: keeping up with Matthew Zamriner yeah he's I, one I, point less
2: I, I still think the Leonard's contract arguably one of the top contracts in the NHL right now. Yeah. yeah I mean, and we've said that for a couple years, um, like well, he had a bit of a rough ride. He didn't have a great first season, that contract, like he mm-hmm. missed four months. That was the only one though. Right. Yeah. yeah. So he's, he, he's been real. He's been real good for, I'll say a 6.9 million.
1: Mm-hmm. And you know what? in the playoffs. He's like one of the only guys that doesn't shut down. He's still, he's still Willie in the playoffs and getting it done. Yeah. So I mean that can't be ignored either.
2: He just don't have big highs and lows like you know he's he's been pretty consistent and um, but uh, again love the fact that JT got 20 goals this year. Like right. we we wondered where we were going to get pick up the scoring from McKayf. Those 20 20 plus goals. Never really thought that we could get it from a combination of probably Nylander and and Tavares, Tavares. now again Matthews will not hit 60 but
1: well, t- yeah and Tavares right now has eight point less than Willie. And plus a,
0: minus, go ahead. No, I was going to say, you know, we can, we can love on the top four all day long and, and we're not going to shock anybody, but since yeah, you're talking about, we're going to pick up those 20, those 20 goals. Um, what about Kelly Yarncourt, man? I mean, he's yeah, on pace yeah. for 20 goals. Right? He doesn't look at a place. No, yeah, he's got he, the cash. He on that second line. I don't know, but he's not the most viable option we've had, period. Since since this since this second line experiment came about. And they, they yeah. tried bunting there first. I remember when they had Richie up on the yeah. top line, which of course was a disaster. And yeah. then just through osmosis, uh they ended up moving bunting up to play with, you know, Mariner Matthews at that point. Um was a no brainer. And then it was just a combination of, of Kerfoot and McKay of uh, just steady string of forwards in a uh, healthy Robertson once in a while. I still think that's his job if you ever never string yeah. together, but, um, but Cali Yancrook, man, like, holy cow. Yeah. Like, I mean, he did the, the guy, the guy can shoot and that's what D- Dubas said when they acquired him. They said, you know, we think there's untapped potential there on the offensive side that we'd like to see what we can get out of him. And I don't know what his yeah. career best is. I didn't I have not looked cause I said, that's not his I best name, but I'm going to have to because I'm sure he's on pace for it. If that's the case.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think he would. I can't, I can't recall him cause he was with Nashville, wasn't he? Is that, what it, were, is
0: that where he began? He was drafted oh. by Detroit. Hold Never played now, there. I thought his years yeah, were
1: in Nashville. Nashville. Yeah, most what? years were in Nashville. 2013, all the way up to uh, 2021. Yeah. Then Calgary, and then here. All oh, right, Seattle, Calgary, here. Yeah. You know what?
2: That third line right now, like David Camp. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say he don't get enough like thank yous and and praise. He actually does. I think. I think. Most solid fans that know the game knows what he brings to the table. You know what? I'm not hating that third line right now with Kerfoot and Engvall. I know they're not contributing a ton, um, but they they make a bit of a difference out there. I, I don't I don't exactly hate it. It's Well, here's
1: his uh, best at 35 points in 68 games. Oh, yeah. He's, well, he and that was in 2017-18.
2: What's he at now? 17 points now.
1: In 33, oh, is, this is not updated, is it? 20 no. hit yeah, three tonight. Come on, NHL.com. What's up?
0: In any case, you're
1: the NHL. Like, in any case, you get my point. The kids
0: got like 20 points in 34 games, which is like James Van Riems, like when he played with the Leafs, <laughs> that yeah. you know, three quarters of a point per game player. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been a fixture on a, in our bottom six primarily only until recently so he's earned he's earned a shot on that second line and to me he's he, he's is paying dividends i think if anything it's helped too like him and him and marner have had amazing chemistry on the on the pk and yeah. i guess you know Keith's looking at that and he's like okay we got to spot up my marner's wing him and marner are playing incredibly well like it's just it's a passing clinic out there, one or two of them from on offense on the pk so, yeah. you know, why not give him a shot and I just don't, he just doesn't look at a place like you don't need to be at a total speedster on that line. Cause let's face it. JT is not the swiftest of feet and, and Marner likes to slow the game down and pick it apart anyway. Yeah. Um, sure. you just gotta be, you know, head smart with a decent shot. And I think that's what the guy is. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah. He, he looks, he looks real good. I gotta say
2: that I was joking in our, in our group chat four year thing, but. I really don't care. That's a, that's a salary you can get rid of if necessary, but not looking that way, of course. Um, no, it's not looking like that kind of salary I, I, get rid of. It. I think at the end of the day, and I continue to praise Dubis, even when he was uh, looks like he was going to lose his job or whatever. He continues to make moves. Um, we'll get to the Timmons one in a moment, but he hasn't made a lot of bad moves. Like even Hunt's last night looked really, really good. That I let's, have no problem in
0: playing on our fourth line. Let's, let's slide right into the move. So that was my next topic. I wanted to talk about. Um, so really since our last podcast, which was three weeks ago, um, we didn't really have a chance to talk much to Connor Timmons. He'd only gotten a game or two in at that point. We were kind of like, yeah, no kid looks okay. Like when we, we, we praise up the move because it was a, you know, I, the guy to traded Curtis Douglas was never going to play for this team ever. Um, and they traded him for a guy who might play at the NHL level, and if not, would be a definite benefit for the Marlies in their top four, maybe even top two with the Marlies. And the guys come in, he's at, what's he, a point-per-game player with the Leafs? Yeah. Timmons? Like, he's all around it all the time for whatever reason. Sometimes it's just, I mean, clearly, sometimes it just happens to be the last one to touch the puck before but hey, if if giving the puck to Mariners is a good strategy, then the kid's on to something. <laughs> you well, know what I mean. Whatever. I'm not gonna be picky. Yeah. I, I don't I don't I'm not picky over how to get their points either. Certainly for defensemen. Oh, and we've had lots of people in there not doing that, so I haven't looked yet, but I don't know how far Connor Timmins is off our leading scoring defenseman at this point. Because our defense hasn't been putting up a lot of points to begin with this year.
1: Uh, Morgan, I was gonna bring this up. Uh, Morgan Raleigh. You yeah. know, everyone's up in arms. Dude has 19 assists in 25 games. Yeah, I know. Okay, yeah. so he's under that would be Connor. Uh, well, sandine has got 14 points. I mean, Timmons sitting at eight. He just got her
0: 11 games. He's got more than eight. Don't he? That's what's I mean, there now.
1: This is the best one. Yeah, unless it's not updated. I checked. You out. Yeah, on that one.
0: Oh, he, he's sitting at I think 10 or 11 points now. I think. Anyway, the so two things shocks me about Timmons.
2: Once I'm, I'm here looking at daily face of and looking at, cause I really do not know beyond Chitron and, and Gossett sphere. I have no idea who else is on Arizona's defense. You yeah. see Don't think I've ever heard of him. JJ Moser. Patrick Nemeth. I've heard of him before. Try Stetcher. It is beyond me. how a pro scouting staff of Arizona could not figure a way to keep him in Arizona. And traded them for a bag of, it's, and the second shocking point is that how Dubas was able to make this trade and nobody else in the NHL and Dubas has done this many a time where he's been, Mm -hmm. he's one that went in and floated in and got the, the guy that probably a little bit underrated needed a second chance, those types of things.
0: Um, It's one of those things. I I never doubt the man. I got to say, I don't either because Dubas is not afraid to take a risk Mm -hmm. on an injured player. This is what he's proven right. because look, he took the risk on Andre Kasha, car- career injury guy.
1: Yeah. Just so mm-hmm. happened, he
0: had a really good run with the Leafs and didn't miss too many games. And when he didn't, he played incredibly well, right? That worked out really, really well for him. Same thing yep. with the Nick Felino trade. Had that worked out a little better, Leafs might have made it past that rat. You know what I mean? Like, it's just right. luck of the draw. But, like, he's not afraid to go out and trade for a guy who's got an injury uh, ridden career because, and, mm-hmm. and no more you should, in a sense, because. Any player on the ice is one hit away from an injury, anyway. So, like, yeah. are you gonna are you gonna uh, to castrate a guy because uh, he had he had a concussion two years ago? I don't really see the point. You know what I mean? And what like, again, going back to the, to the Connor Timmons thing, he, he just he looks good. Like he looks far better than some of the regular NHL defensemen we've had in the lineup over the last three years. He looks better to me than Tyson Berry did when he was a Leaf.
1: Definitely. I did not. I, every time no, Tyson I mean, Berry was sure.
0: on the ice, my rectum was like that. Uh, I mean, well, people like, were disappointed I was like, all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I was like, if this guy turns it over again, I'm gonna lose it, right? Um, mm-hmm. he, I, well, let me put it to you this way: aside from Justin Hall playing as well as he have lately, because give a dog his due, the, the fans were on him like white yeah. on rice. You know, two months ago, he's played incredibly well alongside of Mark Giordano. I was really, really curious to see how it was gonna go with. Riley tonight because I was like, "Oh, Hall's been on a good run. I don't want him to mess this up." And he played well. He, he wasn't noticeable. Yeah. He made some good plays. He didn't turn the puck over, which is which is uh, noteworthy. But uh, but yeah, I mean, given the option right now, Connor Timmons or Justin Hall, who do you trade if you got to lose one? Oh, it's got to be Hall. Um,
1: depends on the return, but Hall, I would just the. I end. mean, I just the way Timmons is going. I mean, God, and what age. are you going to get back for that? That's going to be worth, yeah. Hall must well, be
2: thirty, is he, or close to thirty? Timmons is still uh, less than twenty-five. Uh, it, it it didn't come down to a question because that would be like a no-brainer for me.
1: Mm-hmm. But
2: in, in that lineup today, if you if you've got those say seven defensemen right now, uh, let's not include Mete or Jordy Ben or anything right now. Just those seven defensemen. Like who goes in? Who goes out? Uh, I think Hall stays in there because I I think he's been incredible, especially on PK. It'd be Sandine or Timmons for me. Uh,
0: Tim Lilligren doesn't go nowhere in my eyes. Uh, you know, it's funny because you know. you, you, I'm glad you mentioned Lilligren. I are on the same page here because I, I, as soon as you mentioned it, I wanted to bring him up because because we're talking about Connor Timmons. And to me, the parallels between those two players, the way they skate, their head up, movement of the puck, the way they pass the puck, the whole thing, everything to me screams similarities, which makes sense. I mean, they were scouted to be the same kind of player. They were both first round draft picks or was he? Connor Timmons, or was it for early for second round? Anyway, he, he was first round. was first yep. rounder, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. In any case, high, high, high draft pick, right? Um, and, and you know, what you see is what you get. Both, both had some injury, uh, troubles well, not injury troubles for Lilligran, he had mono or whatever it was in his last year before being drafted. Yeah. But point being is that, uh, is that they're very, very similar background type players and. Man, uh, when I watched Connor Timmons play, I, there was he had one bad play a few games ago. Again, I'm not one of those guys who can recall the game and the minute and the period. And the, you know, but I remember he turned over the puck in his own end at one point. And, and it was very, very, very gross-looking play that, that ended up in his own net. And I was like, oh, friggin' young guy, blah, blah. But then you see a guy like Marner do exactly the same thing tonight. Oh, and you're yeah. like, you know, wh- what are you going to do? It's the NHL. Fast-paced game. Yeah, so all yeah. in all, I mean, sample size being what it is, is no longer a small sample size for Connor Timmons. Um, give give his game a, a rating, then we'll move on to something else. But I want an A. You can go A, B, C, pluses or minuses, and uh, and then explain. A plus a plus
2: plus plus. You're in yeah. an A
0: plus 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 on Connor Timmons.
2: Yeah, I low expectations and has done wonders in his short time frame with Leafs. Like, and that's an A plus 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 for Dubas as well because yeah. you know what yeah. plus
0: plus plus that you're talking is for Dubas. i don't know if the kid is an a plus 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 no no not,
2: but based on the way i would look at that yeah the
0: whole the whole scene the
2: yeah the expectations and all those types of things what we traded for him um yeah. do could have very well went out and made i'm sure he's made an offer for chitrin who's going to cost you a whole lot more oh, yeah. um and he's well about too. better Benson than timmons but the fact that he was able to make a trade with Arizona that didn't include Chitron and went out and
0: got the steal for Timmons, yeah, uh, huge. Well, what you got to ask yourself in with raising that point is, is is the difference between Connor Timmons and Jacob Chitron, as they sit currently, is the difference in production worth uh, a blue chip player, or blue chip prospect, an active player, and two first round picks? And the answer to that is outstanding no. No. no no that's what i've cast you the one thing that chitron would bring to the lineup because
2: they have him in my fantasy pool that we do not have and we absolutely do not have is he shoots the puck a ton from the point yeah. and we haven't had one of those guys in a long while that that's what barriers pass first unless he came into this team and the way that they're structured and the way that they keep strategizes the play that they had to feed the puck to the forwards. Um, that's the only thing that, and his contract is lovely, all those things. Oh, I'd love to have the guy, but really not interested
0: in giving up Lilligren or Sandine for him. No, not even close. I, no. I, 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 I I got no interest whatsoever in trading either one of those players. Mm-mm. Well, Mark Spector
2: on Twitter just in, uh, he was he, uh, the Edmonton reporter was fielding questions while on the plane or whatever. Anyways, one of the questions was around um defense don't want to switch this to Edmonton but it was it's it's a Chitron conversation. He said there was four players to choose from and which one would Edmonton choose and his reply to the to the tweet was or to the question Chitron has been on the block for 2 years and there's 31 other G- GMs that has n- have not traded for him. Now in fairness, he's been injured a lot. Mm-hmm. But um the same point applies though that 31 gms didn't go after him i'd love to have the guy but i'm not giving up i'm sure they want matthew nice it's just
0: not happening yeah. yeah me either i think you're gonna see Nyes in the playoffs. <laughs> oh no doubt like, I, 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 be I,
1: that's gonna be wild
0: i am excited for that because he's gonna slot right in on second line boom day one power forward see what you got kid play with two of the best yeah. players on the planet well um, i don't
2: see a situation where the change the topic a little bit because I love my trade talk. I don't see in any situation where Nick Robertson is still a leaf after the deadline. That's my prediction. I don't. I was going to say bold prediction. I don't think it's bold. I still think he's young enough that he's still. A, I don't know about a blue chip, probably a late blue chip. I don't know, <laughs> but h- him yeah. and Orniemala, I don't think are Leafs.
1: Oh, I hope Orniemala is. I don't want to see him go anywhere. Well,
0: the, the, the player that the Leafs are going to want to acquire is going to cost one of those yeah. type prospects. They're not going to trade nice He's their number one prospect right now, I think, mm-hmm. in the pool if you looked at their depth chart. But any of the teams who are trading to Patrick Kane or are trading to this or trading to that, for you to bolster your lineup big time heading into the playoffs, are going to want your second or third best option. And that yeah. right now is Robertson or Niemela. And Robertson, to me, is the guy that goes out as well. But... Uh, I'll be sad cause I really liked the guy. I, I love his, I love his tenacity. I love his, his work ethic, his dedication. I mean, after we had Todd yeah. Crocker on that night chatting, chatting Marley's hockey, and he talked about Robertson in such high regard, you know, based on those qualities. Um, yeah, no, like I, I love Nick. Uh, but again, it's, it's, it's a business and you can't get something for nothing. Well, I shouldn't say that dude was does it quite regularly, but, um, when you're talking about those big players, something's got to go out.
2: Like if you're if you're going after a the or a Kane, or I don't think Horvath will be in their plans. Oh, no. uh, I think they're looking for a little bit of the older guy that, um, that's a UFA. Uh, it, it's just it's a it's a first and one of those guys, and maybe a third or something. I, I, I just don't see Robertson a leave after the deadline. I'm kind of fine with it. Like if you're I mean- going.
0: I I trust whatever is going to do. It is what it is. Yeah, you know, he pulled off the magic of getting Nick Foligno last year out trading an active roster player. Yeah, that was crazy to me. Not last year, yeah. two years ago. Two years ago, uh, yeah. But like I mean, without trading an active roster player or a high end or a high end um, prospect, it was mostly just picks and you know, whatever. So yeah, no, I I, I trust whatever was going to do. I've never I've never questioned any of his moves until. Recently, which gets us back to what we were talking about before. Uh, Patty Sandlines does us in about eight different directions in one conversation. Um boy! I got to get I got to get Chad's take first. What are you What's your What's your grade on uh on Connor Timmons? Then we're gonna move on. Uh
1: first eleven games. I give him a solid A. He's, yeah. you know, it took him a few games, few or a few uh, practices. It, they never rushed him in, and I mean, he never looked out of place. I mean, everyone's gonna have their gaff every now and again. They all do it. And you know what? he had that glaring one a few games ago, like you mentioned, and you don't like to see that too often. If it continues, that's a problem. But man, that's it hasn't been a problem. I don't see problems.
0: Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm same as you guys. So we're all on the same same grading scale here. I'm, I'm at how an many, A. How For many minutes reasons you guys stated? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna beat that, beat that to death. That's the ice time. Oh, you know? not, not enough, not enough. No, I, I want to see he's that. Quite a bit, all the same. Yeah.
1: That's, that's uh, going to affect my grade now. But then again, no, it's still an A.
0: Still an A. I'm yeah, um, not that tough. So, what I was saying a few seconds ago was, I never questioned any Dubas's moves until recently, when they traded uh, Dennis Morgan for Drayden Hunt. Now, I'm not one to question Dubas because I just generally don't. But like I, I looked at the trade. i done all the research that I always do, beat it upside down, inside out, trying to figure out what they've seen in this kid. And I'm still left questioning why when it comes to the Dennis Morgan thing. I guess for whatever reason, Morgan just did not fit their style or whatever it was. He just didn't fit. Um, preseason, Morgan looked like he was going to crack top six. Regular season, Morgan was kind of eh. He was given lots of opportunity and nothing really materialized. Um, but he could score. There's no doubt about it. The kid can score and he can skate. He had to do it to foot speed to keep up with any of our stars. And they trade him for a guy who's at best a fourth liner. Can I can I, can I get some agreement there from somebody on that?
2: Definitely. Yeah.
0: That's at that's best. That's if he cracks the lineup. Now, I'm not saying Morgan wasn't cracking the lineup too for a while, but it just left me scratching my head because it's not like he was a I mean, yeah, he's not afraid to drop the mitts. He's not afraid to, you know, get in the dirty areas, and you know, on the boards, and be a bit physical and whatnot. But like I said, it's, that's still not his calling card. You know, I was like, what is the deal here? Now that being said, I've watched him. Uh, he doesn't look like a terrible player. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not knocking the kid in any way, shape, or form. It just left me questioning why, why at this point in the game. There was
2: a I don't know who which panelist it was because shortly after the same questions were being it may have been Jeff O'Neill or could have been Dra- uh, actually it may have been Draeger and specifically with regards to Maligan you're saying he's been unable to show that he can play in the top six hmm. he's not a bottom six type of player who's going to go bang and crash so those two facts or opinions alone, makes them, like, easy to be traded or whatever. That's kind of what I'm
0: hanging my head on. Um Yeah, so- well, I, I agree. And that makes all the sense in the world as to why you trade them. But is Dryden Hunt the best player out of the 400 players in this league? Is he the best player available for Dennis Mulligan? I, I guess. Uh, pro- I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say
2: yes. I can't imagine the market for Malgan was... Very high at all. I'd have a bigger question as to why Colorado would want Malgan.
0: That was the more confusing thing as well. I was like, what, what? Like, didn't you guys just want a cop? Like what, what, what? Uh, anyway, like I said, the whole thing confused me. That being said, all that said, like I said, I don't, I don't, I just do why of it all just, again, scrambles my brain, uh, because you generally by Week two of a Dubas trade, you're like, oh, now I get it. Dubas is a genius. Right. Yeah. Forgot that. Uh, right now, I'm like, I'm still like, eh. It doesn't matter. It, it's a trade that really doesn't matter. But, and, and, and the Dubas haters will say, oh, you traded uh, marchment for Mulligan, and marchments now a $5 million. He wasn't when he was with the Leafs. This stupid talk. That's just, that's people who yeah. don't like Dubas, and you people are also stupid. So, um, I guess we just lost a few, uh, subscribers, but anyway, um, good. <laughs> yeah, good. We don't want your- <laughs> yes. than, yeah. you.
1: Know, yeah. It's
0: better than, you know, we're better than, you know, we here. got tons
1: of spare. We're good. Yeah. I was just saying, you know, myself, I just thought he needed some size and someone who is going to actually like, throw the body a bit. Maybe he, like, he needed that more than what Malgam was bringing. That's what I got, you know?
0: Yeah. And it's going to, cause you're going to have areas. bottom areas. Oh, sorry. Shay, go ahead.
1: Yeah. It was just like uh, make a just make them a little bit harder to play against, rather than uh, try to fill the net.
0: Yeah, and that's that's what I was about to say there. You, you're going to have injuries in your bottom six just as likely as you are in your top six. And mm-hmm. to Patty's point, if you're going to put somebody in your bottom six, might as well somebody who's suited suited for the bottom six. You know, right. but like I was hoping when the guy came in I was something that maybe this this Hunt guy, maybe he's like a you know penalty kill expert or something. They could use a couple more guys like that on you know just on a just in case basis, but he's not, right? Um, I think it's
2: just getting rid of a guy that didn't fit. Yeah, maybe. Sometimes we read too much into it because Duva's always, and again, I'm a massive Duva supporter. Duva's always shown, again, your two week window. Yeah, that, geez, that makes sense. That's why he made the trade. No difference. Was it um, Clifford and Campbell in the same package when he came from LA? Yes. Clifford was the main part of that trade, but look what Jack Campbell turned into, turned in for us. Mm. Like, um, I just uh, again, I just got so much, so much support for Dubas. I don't. He's taking a lot of crap, and you know what? If the, this team doesn't do well this year, and he probably would get fired, just because it's Toronto. Uh, it's not like David Poyle in Nashville, who's been here since day one. Uh, it will not be Dubas's fault. I don't know what else that man can do.
1: No, I think won. it is. He's, he's throwing five hits a game, six hits a game, three hits a game. Yeah. And that's
0: in about 10 minutes. Hmm. Fair. Morgan didn't do that, did he? Well, there, was, there was a lot of zeros on Morgan's stat sheet a lot of times. So, yes. I mean, I think that's just it. It might be. It might be. So, uh, on the uh, Dryden hunt, given what he is and what he was acquired to do, which was clearly acquired to play in, in in the bottom six, most likely on the fourth line, A, B, or C. What do you got, Patty? I'll go, go chat first one, Patty, first last time. Um,
1: uh, Like I said, he throwing those hits in about 10 minutes a game. I must give him a good old uh, friendly B because you know what? It's not like he's doing those things. Great. He's not like wowing, but he's getting it done like a journeyman effort there. So far mm-hmm. he's trying, man.
0: He came in through the mitts and you know, he got his head taken off, but he was all right. Respect for anybody who's willing to drop him. Patty, what do you think? Absolutely. So when I
2: am asked to do a rating like this, it's more based on expectations of the player
0: coming in because first and foremost, are you asked to give ratings on players in the NHL on a regular daily basis?
2: Well, Bob Bobby Mac calls me every once in a while. <laughs> I'll see what to get my thoughts oh and all my that God. stuff.
0: Just give me the rating, all right?
2: <laughs> I'm s I'm I'm gonna say a B. Like
0: yeah.
2: I'd give it the guy an A because I had zero expectations coming in. He hasn't pissed me off yet, so like
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's how we rate people <laughs> so like what, what have you, you done th- for me lately you start up here you piss me off you did go down like, what what you start you man, nine and we downgrade you yeah, there's
0: no working your way yeah, up with us how he else. gets all ginger again
2: like it's one of those <laughs> trades i don't know tbd i suppose but yeah they'll probably I'm, just end I'm, up scoring the stanley Cup winning goal and, and i'm not even going to say game seven i'm going to say game four we'll go
0: out for the good old sweep in june yeah, that's kind of what I'm hoping to. Dryden Hunt wins, wins it in overtime. Um, well, you know
1: what? Maybe he has one of those efforts where he like jumps in front of three pucks and becomes a hero forever. You know? Yeah. I think he's going to be that kind of guy. He's going to get and do those things. that. Uh,
2: you just brought something up, and then you go to our next topic or whatever. Yeah. I think it was five or six years ago. Who was the guy on the Pelican? Hill? It was Tim Brent who got in the way of three slap shots in a row. I think it was one off the knee, one off the ankle, maybe one upper body.
0: I think yeah, and I think you're right. I think it was Timmy, Timmy. Brent. Like it and was just, it, go, it was and, just. And that, uh, was that wasn't five or six years ago either. That was oh, a good 10, decade, at least. Okay, yeah. I yeah, think was it was, was his name. Uh, Poof
1: with the Growlers when they won the Kelly Cup. Remember? Did, did you watch that game?
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Poof jumped in in front of a bunch there, man. It was a. Uh,
2: mariner yeah, did that a couple good. years two or three years ago i think Yeah, and so. so
1: already took one head on yeah yeah the very
2: That's last cool. one up jumping face first i'm like no i was wondering who that was i thought it was Timmy branch
0: Tim timber good be well my grade for for the kid i am gonna give him a good b plus because again expectations were low i was like is he even going to play so the fact that he got in the lineup uh speaks volumes um uh, then i started saying well, is he a better player than Joey Anderson? And the, Anderson, and the answer to that is, a, is a, an astounding yes. Joey Anderson is barely an NHL player. And I think yeah, was, Hunt is, a, is an NHL player. So I know I'm giving him a, a B-plus based on the fact that he came in and he's he's playing. He's playing minutes somewhat regular. I think he would have been tonight other than it was a back-to-back. And uh, Simmons was in Philadelphia. A little bit of extra toughness on Simmons side was nice to have. Give him a tip of the hat, you know, long career in Philly. This might be his last season. I don't know why I don't want to keep saying that because I think there's more in Wayne Simmons yet, but we'll see. But yeah, yeah so that's my, uh, that's my take on Dryden Hunt. So last but not least, um, what are you gonna talk about next? Anybody got any, anybody got any, Trade uh, deadline
2: deadline, uh, uh, I don't no, do what I I want want to
0: say I knew it, that's why I was <laughs> going to toss it to you. Trade deadlines coming yeah. up folks. So.
2: The one response to, to the quiz question today, which was in regards to what do the Leafs need, uh, Poulin said gold handing, which is absolute no unless a goalie goes down. So whatever. Yeah. Drager said uh, like a, a physical defenseman, like a Muzzin-esque. Uh, I, I don't think that's where they're going to put their, their coins. I was there with Noodles, who said top six forward. And I continue to say, and I don't know if anybody believes me. You guys obviously do. The Leafs did not lose in the first round of the playoffs for the last 100 years because of goal ending or defense is when the top players got shut down. No one else could score. Now, the only difference this year, the fact that you really got Nylander and Tavares going, you got four solid guys. I still think you need to get a dead impact player. I want Ryan O'Reilly. Uh, I'm, I'm sick and tired of going in and filling up with, at the deadline, a five, six defenseman. It's five six peering or bottom six forwards like if you can go get a scoring winger for tabaris and neeland they bring bringing down and someone else moves down to the fourth line
0: all the better i want ryan raleigh i'm gonna get the jersey my question to you then is who is going to be that forward this year that sneaks under the radar like sneaky sneaks under the radar as a amazing pickup who was it the other day that uh Uh, or this year, the other day, Chicago traded, what's his name? Uh, like, I mean, I I was like, what where was all the other 30 teams on that one? You know what I mean? And lands in Ottawa. I'm like, if the Leafs could land someone like that on a reasonable contract that you could get an extra couple of years out of, I don't care who you trades, you know, the rental market being what it is. It is what it is. You're going to lose something. You get something you lose that at the end of the year. Um, if Dubas can somehow manage to find a scoring winger, that he can keep for a couple of years. Yeah. Go ahead and trade whoever—not noise—but nice, I'm still not, I'm not. It, it would have to. It would have to be in order to trade Matthew noise. It would need to be a blockbuster for me. Like oh one, yeah, marquee those, players. You know, four-player trades that you know the, the best player in the trade is going to Toronto it and be like uh, Seth Jones. Yeah, like right. yeah, it would, yeah. I don't even know if that would do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Corvette, like something like that. Roman Romaniozi, you, you know, like I'm thinking like that. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's going to be. Listen, Matthew noise is no guarantee either. And these kind of college no. hockey players, they win Holby Bakers, they do this, they do that, and all this stuff. Some of them just never I mean, end up doing anything, i.e. Jimmy V C. So I was gonna ju- say
1: we just had one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so what's you just a one. But if you're if you can lock up two or three years of a, you know, basically a up-and-coming star, or at least mm-hmm. at the very least, a you know, a top six forward, I don't know why you wouldn't. So anyway, uh, that's that's always my question. Is who out there is low-key under the radar, kind of disgruntled, or wants to trade or after someone's gonna seek him out, it'll be Dubas. So that'll be interesting to see. Because like we all, we said every year, we're like, there's always somebody we're not thinking about until he goes and gets the guy we're thinking about, like Nick Felino. Yeah. You know? How's uh, Jonathan Tave's health, I wonder? I, I I'd would say not, he'll go to Winnipeg. I would not care. Yeah, I'd probably... Jonathan Tave's yeah, been one of my I, favorite I'd, players a long time.
2: I take Patty Kane. Like I think the thing Good with Patty Kane, like you you listen, you can trade him anywhere and he's gonna produce. I don't think he's I think he's a guy that can come into the dressing room pretty easily. um Ryan O'Reilly, again, has that, what appears, that playoff package. But it, it's, it's Ron O'Reilly or, or Patrick Hayne for me. I I just don't wow. – there, There's too much unknowns. Like, to go out and get a JT Miller with that big contract, and mm-hmm. he's he's been in the media negatively these days. um You don't know what you got to pay Nylander next year. Yeah. Um, like there's there's a lot of unknowns coming, you know what I mean? Salary cap and those things. I, I I can't see. I can see Dubas going out and getting like a Michael Bunting. That guy, like you were saying, flies underneath the radar. That and or a big name. I'm hoping he goes for the big name player.
0: Because we, I, I think it's the year when Dubas does that when he goes full on Raptors trading for Kawhi kind of deal. I don't know if it's, it would be to that magnitude, but I do think this is the year when he tries to bring in the big name, kind of puts it all on the line because I think he's sick of losing in the first round as much as anybody, probably more than everybody. No one hates losing more than Kyle Dubas. I can guarantee you that, certainly with the amount of work he's put into this. Um, and I don't, I don't I don't blame Kyle Dubas for all this. Like so To me, the buck stops with uh, Sheldon If Your coach can't get it done. Um, he's got to be the first one to blame. But anyway, I'm not getting into that because they're playing really well. Right now, they're they're playing as, as as good as they did last year when they set a franchise record for the most wins in the season. Uh, same outcome, unfortunately, out in the first round. But it's a new year. Um, all on teams firing on all cylinders. Pierre vols looking good. Weird. I don't know. Like the third line just looks effective with David Camp. The fourth line is what it is. They got they got some guys there who aren't a liability. You're not talking about the uh, the Fraser McLaren days. You've got guys there like Zach Aston Reese who potted one tonight. And Pontus Holmberg, who, if you told me he was going to be an effective NHLer two months ago, I'd have said, you're out of your mind. He looks fine. The he Mercedes looks better than fine. Again. If we're going to grade people, I'd, he'd be my A++. I'm like, who is this kid? I mean, I've been, I've known who he is, obviously, because I've followed the depth pool like a hawk, uh, but I didn't foresee him coming in. I got, not after following his stats at the Marley's. I was like, eh. He might never play in the NHL. To me, I don't think he should ever go back to the AHL now. So anything yeah. else Anybody in the trade seen, market? Anybody reading uh, anything, seeing anything here? I'm anything? reading right now. Uh, do you know what's funny? Uh,
1: just seeing the picture of Marin and the guys over the Christmas holidays having dinner with uh, JVR. He's also on the list of trade bait.
2: Hmm. Uh, I'm not cold yeah. to the idea. No. Imagine bringing no? Shan-, Shan and JVR back who were traded for Ready? each other.
0: Uh, I forgot that might as, well, might as well go get Kessel too. He'd be a great yeah. one the addition on the second um, line. I,
2: I'm I'm not dead on JVR. I I think that guy can still play. Like and yeah. I wouldn't even be upset you put him on the wing with Tavares and Elander. Um I don't know if he can skate with the boys but Tavares is not really a, a great skater anyways. I can't even I
0: would have... But the one, yeah. the one that interests me, everyone talks about, about Bo Horvat out of Vancouver, but the one that really yeah. intrigues me a lot is, uh, is Besser. Yeah. Right? Cause I think he comes a lot cheaper oh, and, yeah, yeah. and I'm not convinced he's not the right fit on that second line, that kind of player. Like he can score, he can flat, or at least he could, Now whether he still can, I have no idea, but, uh. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Can he play that? Can he play that wing? I have no idea. You know, I don't love
2: the guy, but if he comes for cheap, because I don't think it, I think he's in the five six million dollar range in his contract, isn't he? I believe. Probably. I think, yeah, he he'd have to come on the cheap for me to have interest.
0: The other thing that I comes up a you lot. What too, you're getting? Uh, not related to the lease, but I think low key excellent, excellent pickup for whoever gets him. His Timo Meyer at San Jose. Oh, yeah. Excellent, excellent right winger. But again, same, same issue, right? Um, but again, none, none of these guys who are rentals are going to be cheap. There's going to be hopefully salary retained in most cases. It is what it is. But like I said, there's the, the list, the trade bait list. I, I got I, I got, should have had it up here? Ready to go. Um, yeah. this year is just stacked with interesting names to Jonathan Taves, Patrick Keynes, Timo Mayer, two guys at of Vancouver, you know, Jacob Chitrin, all those guys are just.
1: Parasenko.
0: Teresango. Is there? Wow. Be he's
1: there. He's a uh, UFA.
0: That well, he'd be ideal. I mean, he plays left wing, if I am not mistaken, don't he? Yeah, I think so. I do believe. Um, but it's like so another name is kicking around the trade list is uh, Eric Carlson. I am like, how is it? How does Eric Carlson? You know, he's going to win a Norris probably this year, yet he's on a trade block, right? It's uh, it's going to be a wild, wild run here when some of these teams like the Leafs, right wing. Make, Edmonton, who are really not there but want to get there, start on loading for these guys. It's going, there's going to be some interesting names moved to some interesting places, I think.
2: But when you when you have this conversation with other fans and folks that probably don't watch it as closely as us, this, this this big unknown or not an unknown, it's just ignorance in a way that oh, the Leafs salary cap is the worst in the NHL. Well, you know what? It's far from the worst in the NHL, and if you're a contending team at all, you're you're right at the cap. And I think what determines someone that has uh, a horrible cap situation versus someone that has a good one, well, I, I think it's the length of contracts and some of those players that are not contributing to your team right now to, um, that that are on those long-term contracts. I think garen Kroc and Raleigh are the ones with the longest contracts right now uh, mm-hmm. for eight years and four years or whatever, so... Like, I think the Leafs, because I, I throw out those names to somebody when they ask me, who do you think the Leafs would go after? And I said, well, Jesus, go after Patty Kane or a Carlson. Everybody looks at me with like 100 eyes and saying, well, how, how can the Leafs do that in their cap situation? I said, first of all, stop w- listening to TSN and reading Twitter and all this about the top four contracts being so big and percentage of the team. Start listening to uh, the DSC
1: podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Come on.
2: Duvis uh, will work one. There's not a player in this NHL that's on the block that he would not be able to fit into the cap. I'm just no, no, just saying.
0: Not, not, not what to be with the ability to retain salaries and this and that. And there's, there's always ways to grease that wheel to make it work. Certainly, if you're yeah. if you're talking about rental players, if you're talking <laughs> about I'll the rental market, what. anything fits. Um, right? My final <laughs> thing
1: with Dubas, man. I mean, don't mean to cut you off, but oh, like cool. I don't know if his job is ever really in jeopardy. Because everybody can hide behind the first-round exits and stuff, but this has been the best chance we've ever had in our lifetime. Yeah. I mean, why would you just willfully walk away from that? Like, I will go with this team every time. I mean, Every time. That's it. It, What what do you think we're going to do to be better? Fire a GM who's, like, rocking the, you know, looks like he's going to win every time.
0: If they came came out tomorrow and offered eight-year extensions to all four of those guys, those top four, I'd be fine with it. Now, obviously, know, JT's right? would have to be a lot less. than He's making now, but the other, the other three. If we come up with long-term extensions for those guys, add reasonable hits. Do it because I'm that's fine. To watch, this, I'm fine to watch this. I'm fine. Watch this. great hockey for the rest of my fandom because I'm going to give it up exactly. when they're all done. Like it's if, just. Yeah, well. if
1: somebody don't think our chances are good enough going in, and that uh, like the final result is all you get. I mean, oh, Check, I that's know. a
2: really good point because you know what I think. There's greater risk to the team as a whole and to the future s- success. Of Dubas leaving and bringing in someone a new regime, because you right. really, you, as long as those four are there and you fit the other pieces around it, and, and we should be saying five with Riley because he's he's a long term piece, you really know what you're going to get every year. Like if anybody right. thought go, coming into this year with the goaltending tandem that the Leafs would be fighting for a playoff spot, because some some did think that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I expect them to be this good, but I, they were not. Uh. People said, well, they're going to be fighting with Ottawa for a playoff spot. Well, Ottawa would have had to make a 25, 30-point jump from where they were last year to this yeah. year to get in the playoffs. And again, they're they're struggling.
1: It- well, I mean, Josh Norris down, that's a big thing, right?
0: You know, yeah. Just,
1: that's, that's the game, man. That's yeah. it. And I'm going to go with really this is chance.
0: Staying healthy. Yeah. I mean, you look at Michael Rantanen now off, off of Colorado. Yeah. Like it just changes the entire team. You know, you take Mitch yeah. Marner, go down with a broken ankle. Now this, this, oh. this is over. Right? That's right. This is over. And yeah. like with a cap, Caval- I don't care how good the other three are. He's just a, a, a straw right now that stirs the drink and you don't, you don't replace him, you, you, no. you'll still win scatter game, but Marner right now is heart and soul at his team. Uh, same thing as if Matthews went down, I don't think that's nearly as detrimental as Marner going down, but I, if Matthews went down injured, I mean, it's, it's done like you your goose yeah. cooked. You're not going to the yeah. playoff series without either one of those guys I'm winning. Forget it. And, and what you,
1: What does that fall into this, then, when you don't yeah, uh, no. get past round one?
0: But, and that's where,
2: if you could ever separate the knowledgeable fans to, to the ones that are ignorant more from lack of knowledge, not that they're assholes or whatever, but if you could ever <laughs> separate them, because you actually can on on Twitter and Facebook, uh, those who have knowledge. and Because the idea that, oh, yeah, let's trade Morgan Raleigh because they lost – two games or whatever, and their defense is not as good since he's back, like, boy, that's uh, it's just yeah. poor hockey knowledge in my mind. Maybe that's arrogant. I don't know, but.
1: I don't know. You know what? It was after Any the 2013 offense? meltdown. I changed my thoughts. I had to change my view. I mean, I used to be all up in arms and, like, what the hell is going on, freaking out, and I learned, you know what? There's better ways to be. It's good. what anyway, things are looking great. And, and when now, was the last time you had just,
2: two 500-point scores on the same team with the Leafs? Like, it actually scored exactly. 500 points. No and one, if you I look
1: guess. at the moves, and you look at all the little moves that he made where we were talking about the injury stuff, like Tyler Ennis, and you're flipping this stuff and getting stuff in return sometimes. Yeah. He's hitting all these bargains. You're not getting enough credit. Anyway, well, that's Leafs Nation. You got to love them.
0: Well, you don't have to. I, I don't love them. <laughs> I love the yeah. team. Least Nation, I've turned on hard in the last two or three years. Huh? But listen, if you like the league, subscribe to our podcast. Um, but no, it's a tough team to cheer for because of the fans uh, only. Uh, the, well, not only. The media precipitates what the fans are hearing and therefore in, uh, infecting their brains with these weird spins that... Kyle Dubas is an issue. Uh, Kyle Dubas would be out of a job for about 15 minutes if we fired him tomorrow. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, that's neither here nor there as well. Um, that's all good guys. I think we'll knock her on the head if you guys are happy. That's that's a lot of that's a lot covered in a very short period of time. I'd be happy. be yeah, if we want to back, back tonight. But... Well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll it's get It's coming, to our... man. We'll get to our playoff predictions in a few more months. <laughs> 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 Ooh, can't wait. All right, guys. Well, if you like what you heard, um, again, click that like and subscribe button. Um, again, share it around for us too if you get a chance. We uh, we always appreciate the share. You never know who's going to pick up and and uh, enjoy a, enjoy a half an hour, 45 minutes of, of us ran. But uh, you can pick up uh, all of our content at, uh, at our Facebook page. Everything runs through there. So it's www.facebook.com slash DeekSnipeSully. Um, if you're listening, you're listening via... Most of you guys are listening via, via, via Apple, uh, Apple Music but, uh, or Apple Podcasts, uh, but we're also on Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all of the above, really. Um, so you can get us on any of your uh, your podcast platforms um, as well. we got our own website, of course, uh, www.deeksnipesilly.ca. Um, and last but not least, there is a video portion. If you just can't get enough beards, you tune in on our podcast, uh, our YouTube channel, just search Deke Snipe Sully, and you'll see the, uh, the little hockey player slap shot guy. Celebration. Uh, little side note there to the logo. I haven't had a lot of people. I've had a few people ask me. They're like, oh, that must be Matthews or Mariner Sully. No, it is not. I'll, uh, I'll leave it to you guys to figure out who that right. actually is. I thought not, I saw
2: you at the drink like 10 years ago filming me. No, also
0: not Patty. Anyway, <laughs> that's a little uh, little uh, little bit of an Easter egg for anybody who's interested. See if you can figure out who that silhouette is, and uh and I'll throw you a prize. How about that? that so all right, yeah, that's not a Leafs player, I'll tell you that much. So you got uh 30 some odd teams to go through. All right, guys. Uh, again, that's it. So uh hope you enjoyed yourself and uh again, happy new year uh to all you uh you deeks type out there. All right. Later, guys. Peace out.